And today we are recapping the series finale. Series finale? Freudian <laughs> <laughs> Slip Part 2 for the week. everybody welcome to girls gone hallmark a hallmark review podcast i'm megan i'm wendy and today we are recapping the series finale series finale Freudian <laughs> 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 slip part two for the week uh, and today we are recapping the season finale of the original series ride and illusions if you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, now that this series is over, Girls Gone Hallmark is not going anywhere. You can always follow us on Instagram. We are both Megan and Wendy and Girls Gone Hallmark. Jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. We've uh, welcomed tons of new people over there. Come on over and let's talk Hallmark. That's right. And we just kicked off our Girls Gone Hallmark summer series where we are Reviewing fan favorite movies, the first movie, Mystery 101, review dropped earlier this week. You can find the full list of movies on our website, meganandwendy.com, so you can keep up with us all summer long. And we're posting weekly reminders on Instagram, so you can get those movies watched before our review comes out. Now, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question. Yeah. I saw... Someone commented and asked if we were going to be reviewing any new movies this summer. Yes. And your response was dot, dot, dot. I think, I think my it was. response was maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I think there will be some original movie reviews this summer. Is that accurate? We'll see, I guess. We're busy this summer. This is what I was going to say. I'm at a place where... I feel fully invested in Hallmark now yeah. where I have to watch a new movie. So if we don't record one for the podcast, you may see me or Megan on Instagram talking about it. Mm, yes, but we will not be leaving you hanging. There will be brand new episodes every week all summer long. Yeah. And we're around. We're engaged. We're not MIA all summer, right? right. We'll be on Instagram. We'll be right. on Facebook. Catch up with us. Yes. Yes. All right. I have one note about viewership for this particular episode. Via Showbuzz Daily, Ride came in number 12 out of 150. It's a huge jump. They had a little over 1 million viewers and 0.13 share of the demographic. It's quite a big jump jump for them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the finale brought those viewers back a little bit. But it's so weird, though, because if you're not watching this show at all and then, like, you tune in for the finale, like, I don't know. Well, here's what I have to say about that. I don't think Showbuzz Daily includes, and I could be wrong, but I think that's, like, live cable TV viewings. I don't think it's including, like, Peacock or Friendly or all the other places people can Mm. be accessing these Mm -hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. And so, or and I also don't think it accounts for catching it on a DVR or a replay. So perhaps people just aren't making this appointment television, but they have been steadily keeping up with the show. Keeping up with the McMurrays. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a synopsis for this finale episode? Indeed, I would. 
The National Cheyenne Rodeo gives cash his final chance to win the Frontier Deal. It's a race against time, and an unexpected twist will shock the McMurrays to the core. Ooh. Um, I have one little note I want to add here. Yeah. Uh, of course, while they will, while they were filming this, it was winter time. There were snow on the ground, right? Yes. And I was curious. I was like, well, Sh- Cheyenne, like Cheyenne rodeo is like a real thing. And I wondered when that actually oh, takes yeah. place. Uh, it takes place every year during the month of July. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man. But I guess like nobody really cares unless you're like super invested, I would guess. I think I might be bothered a little bit. Like if I was in the rodeo scene and I would be like, give me some realism here. That's funny that you looked that up. I'm impressed. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. That's curious. I also did learn it says that the rodeo starts at 1 p.m. during those during okay. the Cheyenne days. <laughs> One of my notes is this is the longest day ever. This whole series, the days would last forever. The timing I know has bothered you throughout this entire series. <laughs> this day really egregiously was so long. Like we had so many things happen. Cash gets in a fight. Cash goes to jail. Isabel leaves Cash in jail. Missy goes back to get Cash out of jail. They've got to drive <laughs> all the way to the rodeo, have all of this happen. There's a lot going on. And then also after the rodeo, after Cash rides, they go out to a big dinner and yes. then yes, they they're home. back at they're back at home. Like, yeah. What? That's a 28-hour afternoon. Yes. All of the previous episodes' shenanigans did not need to happen the day of the Cheyenne Rodeo. They could have very easily have happened the day before and still contributed to the drama. I agree. Well, I think we should maybe check in with all of our McMurrays in this family. Let's start with Cash. Okay. What are your thoughts on Cash in this episode? I was more drawn to him in this episode than I Mm. have been all series long. Mm -hmm. And I think it wasn't just Cash. It was was the director, whoever, built really good tension in this episode, I thought. Mm -hmm. So I was like into Cash. Like I was like into watching him win. I liked his conversation with Tucker, the bad guy. Cash stood out for me in this episode. I agree with that. Do you think Cash all along was considering doing the right thing and like sticking it to Tucker? Or do you think there was some conflict and he was like, oh, this could be a way to make a fast buck? Good question. I don't know. That's unclear to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I am worried about the future of Cash Mm -hmm. and and doing Tucker dirty. Yeah. you know, I don't know because he comes in at the end and he's like, I've got all your money. I can I can pay you off whatever you were going to win. But now like he feels Tucker feels like he, Cash has sullied his reputation, I guess. Yes, it's bigger than so, the money. It's now I, right. nobody trusts me. Right. No, I think Cash was like, well, this is a great fallback plan. If I really don't make it as a to eight seconds, then... Yeah, I mean, I wonder if we're to believe because Missy comes in and she's like, you're not your brother in the best way possible, which I thought was a great Mm -hmm. line and a great moment Mm -hmm. for them. Are we to believe that's the moment that changed his mind? She talked him out of it. Yeah, or that he was the good guy all along. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. We may never know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who's that next? Was... Uh, well, oh. let's go to Missy. We kind of need to talk about the Cash and Missy of it all. Mm-hmm. Missy finds the necklace. Cash has been carrying this necklace around for how many years now? It has to be. Austin's been dead for a year. They had to have been married for. It's got to be at least three years since Austin proposed. Do you think that's accurate? Sure. Yeah. Cash is still carrying around in his car. Look, I kind of loved all that. Okay. I loved all. You, you hated it? I didn't hate it. I was just like, really? Okay. No, because you know I am a. I love the Cash and Missy heat from episode one. I've been riding this train, and I think they brought the heat in this episode. Agree. In that I moment where he's like, I, I want what's best for you, and she says something like, maybe you don't know what's best for me. I thought that was great. Uh, and then they had a hot, heavy kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was good. And then he bounces. I was like, what? What? I kind of like that, though. He's like, I'm not going to put the pressure on you to make this decision right now that's hallmark for you i think if it was i think if it was like hbo max or something they would have been a freak in the sheets you know (laughs) i don't know so i like that we got that but here's what i also like we've talked a lot about this season like you can't have the true love couple get together right away Mm -hmm. you need to leave your audience wanting something and so in this case They had their moment, but we finish on Missy going back to trick writing, like finding herself outside of Gus, outside of Cash, outside of all of this. Like, what is my life meant to be? She goes to Albuquerque, which is in New Mexico, which I don't, again, geography, not my strong suit, but how far is Albuquerque from Denver or wherever, not even Denver, wherever they live in Colorado, I don't know. I got to say, I have a did you see that here. Okay. And please tell me you noticed the terrible green screen of Missy doing her trick writing. Well, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I saw like a hallmark behind the scenes where they showed Missy on a horse that had kind of that green screen behind it that made it Mm -hmm. look like the horse was moving. And so I had that vision in my mind of this stationary horse that Missy is hanging off of while the background's flying by. Mm -hmm. So I think I was a little bit spoiled for that moment. Mm. Yeah, it was just like a like a tight frame on her face, like if she's like standing up on the horse. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm riding the horse. Yeah, but do you like what can you do herself? I do, but and then it's like, well, is she going to go back? Like, what's going to happen? Is she going to do trick writing all over the country now? And Right. You know, I thought it was, look, there's no ties to the McMurray Ranch for Missy now that Austin is dead, other than Cash now. And I like that she, because obviously she gave up her career for Austin to be his bride, right? Yes. And now with maybe a potential relationship with Cash, she's doing her own thing. So it's good. It's a nice progression for Missy. Yes. Happy for her. Yeah. And are we okay with Gus just kind of falling by the wayside? Yes. Because he blew it anyway when he flipped out right. at Gus, her at the wedding. It's fun for the moment. Yeah. Gus is not, not it anymore. No. Who's next? Uh, let's talk tough. Okay. So glad that he ended things with Julian because 
ice cold between these two. Well, in my notes, I said, I've been rooting for Julian and Tuff this whole time. I really have. But, but the lack of chemistry in this episode especially was rough. Mm -hmm. They're like, see you later, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It was so weird. Yeah. I was like, this isn't it. He needs, he, they need somebody I hope if this show comes back for season two, they need somebody where there's actual chemistry between the two actors because this was not happening at all. Yeah. And I don't mind Julian coming back in season two as like a confidant to Tuff, as a good friend Mm. to him, as someone who encourages him to follow his dreams. I like the character of Julian, Mm -hmm. but again and maybe that's intentional maybe we were not to be rooting for them i just was not it yes <laughs> I just, I it agree. was i was i was like secondhand embarrassment watching them say like goodbye to each other i was like oh this is so awkward yeah it was not great Ooh. okay let's talk about um valeria yeah now she just runs around the entire episode I feel like part of the Scooby-Doo gang trying to figure out like what is going on, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Putting the putting the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. And then we have her at the very end and her father's assistant, handler, whatever, like comes and takes her away. I'm like, what's going to happen to Valeria now? See, one of the things I liked about this episode is they did wrap up enough loose ends but they left enough questions to lead into a season two because there's that Mm -hmm. big open-ended question does he want to see her because he wants to be in her life does he want to see her to punish her in some way i mean i have to assume that the chauffeur wouldn't have been so lovely and kind if her father's waiting back at the hotel to slap her with a lawsuit for stealing this necklace and being this teenage runaway. Mm. I, like, I want her to have both, right? Like, I want I want Valeria to have her family and her found family. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we may never know, actually. We're going to have to write fan fiction for Ride after <laughs> Okay, and finally, Isabel, how did you feel? We'll get to the big, like, uh, groundbreaking shock twist in a second. Uh But do you think she was right in leaving Cash in jail? I certainly understand the motivation. Mm -hmm. All season long, she's felt frustrated with him and the way he handles things he gets in a fight with gus and he's fighting with tucker clark and she doesn't really get him and she's also in this place where i don't want to do this again i've lost two of you i don't fault her motivation there okay that's fair but i also thought i kind of thought she was because she's been discovering all this stuff about austin right and how Austin was really not this golden child yeah. that they thought he was. And I kind of feel like she was putting that on cash a little bit. Uh huh. I think if it was Austin in jail, she would have like sprung him. But I feel like she, it was misplaced anger and it was, she was putting it on cash and leaving him in jail. Yeah. I like that perspective. And I also wonder if she's like, I, I didn't have a chance to do anything about what Austin was doing. And now I have a chance to make a change. And maybe it's 
directed in the wrong place, but at least I can feel like I'm doing something, even though I'm mm-hmm. walking away and leaving my son in jail. And obviously they all felt like it was the wrong choice too, because Missy goes back to get him. But I, I understand that her brain was mixed up, but I think you're right. Like it was pointed at the wrong son, but the other son's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So once again, mm-hmm. cash bears the brunt of Austin's misdeeds. Exactly. And, of course, we'd have zero resolution to Cody and Isabel. Yeah. What about Cody? Yeah, kind of bummed. He doesn't even show up. No, not at all. I was a little disappointed in her because she's so angry at Cash. And then all of a sudden she does a full 180 and she's like, I wouldn't let my son ride without me being there or something Mm -hmm. like that. I can't remember what she said exactly. But I was like, dude, pick a lane. Mm -hmm. Are you supporting him or are you not supporting him? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? So, yes. Now let's talk about the big surprise at the end. Okay. Polly shows up. And may I mention, does Polly have a totally different hair color than she did in earlier episodes? It, it was like red, I thought, oh, in this episode. Okay. No surprise. There's this kid. I'm going to put two and two together. That has to be Austin's kid. And sure enough, mm-hmm. she says, Isabel, this is your grandson. Let's talk about timeline here for a second. Mm-hmm. Polly says oh, she knew like Austin had a whole bunch of stuff going on. So she didn't want to burden him with letting him know that this was his child. Right. Mm-hmm. Who cares? He's not. I don't think he's married to Missy yet. But I don't know. Years old. I know. So, like, who cares? You have a kid, like, from a previous relationship. Like, this is like the Luke Danes doesn't know about April because his April's mom is like, I didn't think you could handle it. Too bad, lady. Like, this is information that he deserves to know. One hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, uh, did this just come out of nowhere? Was this always planned? Like, they wanted Polly to have. Austin's kid and I don't know is that where where is Austin's money going like where did he lose all of this money like I know he was gambling to make money but he had sponsorship money where was the money going was it going to Wyatt I believe never know I don't know I my understanding is that he was aware the last four months before his death, mm-hmm. he was aware. So he was like paying Polly for, you know, child support. Are we talking millions of dollars? What? what what's yeah. Happening? And did he refinance the tractor or stop making payments somehow? Why is that all of a sudden being repossessed? And they're like mm-hmm. surprised by it. Yeah. Because yeah. surely they should have looked at the books sometime in the last year and a half <laughs> since Austin has passed. It's frustrating to watch if this show comes back i really wanted to come back with a different writer sorry oh, well okay i have to tell you that you know that the showrunner's not coming back oh i did not know that okay hold on let me find the actual quote from an article on heavy.com the showrunner is sherry cooper landsman and mm-hmm. she says she hinted at a second season in a March 2023 interview with Deadline. However, she also told Deadline she's out after season one. The quote is, I set up some development stuff beforehand. I knew an executive at Blink who brought me on because I had done family drama, but I could only commit to the first season. I'm excited to watch it go on. She says it's Rebecca Boss and Chris Mossy's world. It's They're the co-showrunners. They're the creators of the show. She would not be coming back. So that could change things in this world a little bit. 
I think for me to watch a second season of it, it needs to be more dramatic. Yeah. It needs to be bingeable. Like, mm-hmm. it, I need a cliffhanger every episode. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I could use a little more drama. And I feel like there's been enough character development that we could get into, like, those dramatic moments more. Like, we know who these people are. There was so much backstory set up in this season. Let's dig into actual drama happening. One thing I think is interesting is we start off with kind of two villains in this show. And by the end, we end with a different villain. And they're baby villains, right? Like Janine starts off as a mean girl and Mm -hmm. we love to hate her. And she has a real transformation. She's still real sarcastic and snippy and has that real kind of like dry humor. But she's fully on Tuff's side. We've seen a change in her and I like that. Mm -hmm. And the other villain that we started off with is JB, who I don't Mm. think we end with as a villain. Like that dinner where he's very warm and welcoming the McMurrays back into the Frontier family didn't seem sinister to me. Right. Let me ask you, don't you remember from the earlier episodes where Isabel's like, we got to get out from under JB. And now she's like toasting with him. So excited that Cash gets his sponsorship from JB. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, it's confusing. It's confusing. So it seems like we like JB now, and it seems like the all the villainry has been put onto Austin. And even Tucker Clark was kind of a bad guy. And while I don't think he's like a stand-up dude, he's not this like sinister in the background bad guy. Yeah, that we were led to believe. Like, okay, was he running bets and asking people to throw it? Sure, that's not a great dude. But his dealings with Austin, Austin came to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Austin put himself in a bad situation with Tucker Clark. Right. 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 So. I would love it if maybe if on a season two, we could get some flashback with more Austin. Mm-hmm. Total side note, listener Michelle sent me some stuff. I guess Marcus Rosner, who plays Austin, had to go through this like major surgery Apparently, in early February, he tore two hamstring muscles and he oh, had to have a oh. major, yeah, he had to have like major reconstructive surgery. And he shared about it on his Instagram. So, like, showing, like, learning how to walk again and doing all this. So, I'm wondering if that's why we didn't get a whole, well, honestly, I don't even know when they filmed this show. So, I would imagine they were probably done with it prior to him having his surgery. Anyway, my point is I would like to see him come back in flashbacks so we get a better understanding of like what he was doing. But who knows? I don't know. I don't think this show's going to come back, to be honest. Oh, I don't you know. know. I, I feel like it could really go either way. The writer's strike is not helping anybody. So I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Let us know on our Facebook group if you think Ride's getting renewed for a season two. Did it redeem itself in the end? For me personally, when this episode ended, I was like, I could watch a season two. Right. <laughs> and you know me, I've like not liked the show all season long. So I think it introduced just enough new drama and maybe eliminated some of the things that we weren't super pumped about. So right. like I like the Valeria drama, we were led to believe like that was the big dark secret. And that's so mild and minor. And now we're getting into like dirty Austin secrets. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Here's what I don't understand. When they pulled the bull names, right? Like how was Austin rigging it? They drew a name out of a hat. 
I have no idea. And then Polly's like, I can fix it. Everyone saw who he pulled. How are you going to fix it? I could understand legitimately going to them and saying, this is the bull that killed my brother. Can I write a different one? That's a different Mm -hmm. story. But Mm -hmm. someone going in and being like, oh, we're going to pull an old switcheroo. (laughs) What are you talking about? That bull's totally hurricane. Like, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews, which you can drop in the Apple Podcast app. You can catch up with us always on Facebook. We are Girls Gone Hallmark. And every Tuesday, we're dropping new episodes of fan favorite movies. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 